Welcome to this week's episode of the Big Eye Podcast. As always, I am your host, LJ. And today, I am joined by a special guest, my boy, that I haven't tried to get on here forever. Forever. I've been trying to get this man on this show. Shout out to my, my lookout homie. Chat Like, oh, man. Shout out to my boy, AD. AD, welcome. Welcome to Big Eyes, bro. Man, it's a pleasure to be here. I know you've been trying to get me on here for, like, so long. And I was like, man, I can't do it right now. I, you know, I, I got to get the right setup, you know, make sure everything's good. But now that we're here, man, you know, it's all it's all, it's all, all up from here. You know what I mean? Like, ain't nothing but love. I know, I know you call it the big eyes, but right now I got the Brock eyes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. I really. Oh man, my boy, AD, he's here, man. Um, man, so uh, for the people, bro, that that don't know you, kind of just like, man, let's let's. I'm gonna just ask a question because I've asked it before to people. Um, man, obviously, you know, on Twitter, if you follow him, is uh, well, what you're at again is at ADZO. Yeah, it's it's pronounced A Dizzle, so it's one A D Z O. Yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 So, um. You know, if you follow him, you know that he is a, a big manga fan. Um, you know, he's he's heavy into it. You know, just you know, that's what we bond over, what we talk about a lot. Uh so what really got you started in you know in manga? Like what was what was like your earliest like memories of oh shit, like this is you know something I really like, something I really enjoy. Uh man, it started off with like you know, everybody else, Toonami, you know, weekday afternoons, WB, Kids WB on Saturday mornings, like JetX, uh, Fox Kids, all of that stuff. And then I remember like, see, I, I remember this specifically because it was like 2001, like late 2001. And I remember seeing Cowboy Bebop for the first time. I'm like seven years old. I'm like, this animation kind of clean. What is this? Like, this is it's like Pokemon, but not Pokemon, but these these folks got guns. Like, everything. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was stuff like that. And then, like, just from that point on, like, I even got family members who, like, used to burn me, like, DVDs of, like, Full Metal Alchemist, like, Princess Mononoke, X1999, stuff like that. And, like, sometimes we didn't have cable, so I just popped those in and just, like, watched them for, like, a long period of time. I was like, that that's really what got me into it, just like stuff like that. So like as 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 we kept going on through life, man, I picked up One Piece, a lot of Shonen Jump stuff, you know, and mm. it's just just stuck with me. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. But yeah, man. Um, well, man, we're here. We're here to talk manga. We're here to talk about you know the latest things that has happened this week. I think really the big big story this week is um shonen jump kind of releasing that message of um you know they're you know due to covid due to everything going on right now that they are telling writers or telling all the creators take your time with scripts like do what you have to do what's safe um no how are you like how are we currently feel like how are you currently feeling about you know that and like how covid is kind of you know messing with releases and like you know we've had you know periods of time where things are going on hiatus because of everything and now things are kind of going on this like bi-weekly type of status right now so i feel kind of i feel kind of okay with that message like at first it was like dang man like the world is really shutting down because of of this epidemic you know a lot of people are having to put their jobs on hold i've i've been watching like the the anime charts and everything like that like i saw food wars 
isn't coming back till like after July. Uh, Oda from One Piece put out a message saying that the manga the manga is like might go bi weekly, but the anime is definitely on hold. I've seen a lot of stuff get delayed, and it's like, dang man, a lot of stuff that we were looking forward to that got announced like in December that was supposed to come out this year is like being pushed back, and we're all just like, man, what we really wanted, but like I also feel like do what you got to do to stay healthy, you know, because we won't be able to enjoy these things in the same capacity if somebody from that production team gets hurt, you know what I mean? Or gets sick if yeah. something happens to them. So it's like, you know, I respect them for putting out that message and like making sure to take precautions with all of their uh, writers, with all of the production teams and everything like that and saying, we're going to keep everything down to a minimum. We're going to try to keep putting stuff out there, at least for the manga circulation. But, you know, anime productions might take a little bit longer, but, you know, it, it, it's all for the safety and the health of all the people who are a part of the team. So I, I appreciate them trying to focus on health and safety first. Yeah, definitely. I think one big thing, you know, especially because, like, you know, a lot of like all the manga is getting, you know, affected by this and anime, you know, you got, like you said, there's a lot of things being put on hold. Their chapters are on delays now, how things are being released in stories. Um, I feel that if they didn't do this and they're just like, no, skip it. We're going to still, you know, try to push the file. I do feel that in the terms of quality, you know, things would have definitely taken a dip, uh, you know, especially because they're not able to work in their, you know, what the settings that they're used to. Yeah. Um, and you know, you're not working in settings that you're used to, but you're still trying to push out the same product. I, that product is probably either going to diminish, there's going to be an issue, there's going to be something. So, I do feel like, in terms of quality, yes, this is good. Uh, you know, but in terms of like bigger animes, bigger mangas, I don't see you know, I see them being able to survive this because they've already built and established their names. The things that I am like concerned about are like mangas that are just getting started, things that are getting like yeah. that are newer that are you know still trying to build their name um you know and and seeing how that's going to affect them in, in the long run um you know like i don't know if you you tapped into yet with uh, guardian of the witch that's another uh, newer manga that i've been kind of reading um uh, it's just like newer things like that that i'm kind of like worried and concerned about of how how these things are going to how these things are going to survive this how they're going to have to adjust to this since they are so brand new and they're still trying to like get their feet wet in the game yeah that is one thing i haven't read guardian of the witch i know there's like a guardian of the witch gravity boys all of that stuff in shonen jump uh it is kind of weird to see like as far as newer stuff like how that's gonna take uh take form in the world like i really hope like shonen jump like says you know, you guys have a little bit more time. I know this is like a, a, a weird situation to be in. And, you know, if a, if a mom is not doing well, they're quick to like cut them out and say, you know what, get them out of here. You know, we got to get the next one in, you know, keep keep filling up slots for everything new. But with stuff like this, I think it is kind of like you should give them a little more leeway because this is a different type of epidemic. So I feel like it should, I feel like those might survive or might last a little bit longer, especially because like we're seeing the trend of, okay, things are coming out intermittently. You might have readers who look on the app or who look at the uh, books in Japan and are like, okay, I know that One Piece isn't coming back. I know Black Clover might be on uh, hiatus this week, you know, 
Boruto comes out once a month. So what else is there? Like, what can I jump into that I haven't really been paying attention? I think it might actually push newer mangas because of that. And they might actually see like a boost in sales, especially with like Demon Slayer coming to an end, uh, Promise Neverland coming to an end, stuff like that. I think there might be a slight push for newer manga as at this point in time. I feel like it might help them, but I'm not sure. But I really hope that Shonen Jump is you know, a little, a little lenient on those new mangaka and new mangas out there. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, and like, and then things like One Piece, you know, those things kind of need to take a break. <laughs> 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 you know, when you're, when you're, when you're damn near a thousand chapters for the game, bro. Like, you know, I'm so like, you know what, man? Like, we gonna we gonna take a little bit off, man. Man, look, with One Piece, like, with One Piece, I'm not even going to hold you. With One Piece, with some of the stuff that's been coming out lately, it's been like, oh, okay. I, they they starting to wrap up a couple of plot points here and there, so it's starting to ramp up a bit. I can, I can see where this is going, but at the same time, it's like, you know, you got to take the time to, like, let other people jump in while this epidemic is going on. Like, you know, the shout out to the Straw Hat Challenge, but like, you know what I mean? Uh, we gotta get, like, <laughs> gotta bro, get it's crazy because, like, you know, I'm, I'm still doing it, I'm still reading, I'm still pushing through. And I'm like, I think I'm like around, I think I'm at like chapter two something, and like, I keep feeling like I'm making a bunch of progress. But then I look, I'm like, God damn, there is a lot of fun, like, there's a lot of chapters, like, man, man. Like, you know, and um, you know, I think, man, listen, Demon Slayer, shout out to them, they're wrapping up at like the legit perfect time, like, exactly, you know, um, you know, and you know, since we, we could segue this into the Promise Neverland, one of the chapters that we uh, we're gonna talk about this week, which They've been telling us for months now that this is the final arc. We're wrapping up. Things are wrapping up. Things are wrapping up. And yep. things that have not been wrapped up. <laughs> yet, you know, <laughs> they've been they've been hitting that in for a long time. And then even this week, you know, they're they're not they're talking about like, okay, there's only a couple more chapters left, but now they're working on a special project, like after all this. Um, you know, yeah, we 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 talked about this. You have been a you told me that you are a bigger fan right now of this <laughs> ending than the Demon Slayer ending. Man, look, here, here's the thing about this. I appreciate the Promised Neverland for what everything that they've done. Like, I, I think I figured it out and why I like the Promised Neverland a little bit more. Because at a certain point in the Promised Neverland story, they gave us a timeline on all of the events that needed to happen. Whereas in Demon Slayer, they could have gave us a timeline, but then the writer and in universe, the antagonists were like, you know what, we're going to cut all of this out. You know, I don't want to say any spoilers for anybody who might be listening, but like uh, for the end of the uh, anime season, the the main antagonist was like, you know, half of you guys, the lower half, the lower moons or whatever, just like you guys are worthless. Get up out of here. And then, and then like a whole bunch of stuff just happens. And then he raids the actual like mansion that everybody's staying in. It's just like, oh man, you're really just like speeding up the plot. But then it's like they extended the longest battle with him. Like I don't know how long that that battle was. It was a lot of stuff that I really didn't like about the Demon Slayer ending. That it's just, it just it took so long to fight 
the 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 main antagonist in in Demon Slayer. Whereas in Promised Neverland, there was like a progression. You had to like build layers. First, it was like Isabella. Shout out to Isabella. Happy Mother's Day, by the way. But um, Happy Mother's Day to man. Hey, listen. One of the biggest, the biggest face turn in the history. Like that, her turn at the end is just wow, wowza. That was the wildest thing. Man, like her, like, listen, her turn to now who who she was at the end is just like, you know, and I, I know, and I agree with you that I have in, in terms of you know, promise never see my problem with the promise never land ending there was that they were they were doing a lot of we're gonna call back to a lot of these things, you know, you got you know, uh, when Jika came back and they you know now she's a part of the plan, and then next thing you know. Um, Grant Lewis comes back, and like yeah. they were doing a lot of these like callback to things, and it was just like, no, um, I'm just like, what is what does all this mean? Like, why are all these people like like coming back? Like Grant Lewis coming back and just being like, you know what? I got washed by humans, and now I love humans. Like, that was, yeah. I was like, oh. yeah, that was the weirdest thing. Like I understand. Like I was talking to one of my friends, and he was just like, yeah, I mean, it kind of makes sense because he's like the sister of the queen, but at the same time, it was just like that was a plot point that really didn't need to be brought back. But I'm glad they kind of answered that because to me, Lewis was like the better, the best antagonist besides Isabella. To be honest, like oh yeah. He- like outside of Isabella, you know, he was the best. Like that whole arc was yeah. amazing. Probably my favorite thing about this whole manga um was uh that arc there. And you know, him coming back, you know, it was cool to see him come back and come like back as this like reformed monster. But you know, at the same time, I'm it felt for me a little bit that they made his death. Like they were trying to like they made his death seem not meaningless, but like it, it was definitely less impactful. <laughs> it, yeah, was it was less impactful. Less impactful. <laughs> like bro, they made him like he was legit, like top, like top god, bro. In terms of demons, like no one, like no one's defeated him. Like you know his his abilities excel like over everyone else's, and in the fact that they were able to kill him, you're, you're like holy shit. Like you know, you know that, that impact. And then when he comes exactly. back, you're. Oh, but what? What? It was kind of funny too, because it was just like he came back. And he's like, "Yeah, I don't want the crown, but I think she she's a better fit <laughs> than me." Like it is what it is. I was like, "Okay, Lewis. I mean, I guess you just go sit back in the shadows and sit sit the coffee." I mean, okay. I mean, you was cool like, anyway. <laughs> no, for real. But um, you know, in you know, in this week's chapter, uh, you know, very intense. A very very intense uh, chapter. They have they have done this now for like four weeks. Um, starting off with uh with Peter, when he you know when he committed suicide, which was like yeah. holy shit. Um, and yeah. you know now on on Mother's Day they dropped the chapter with <laughs> Isabella making. Well, we get, wait. So you know we get you know. You know, this chapter, you know, we, we get the, you know, they're all celebrating. You know, we finally get to see the Phil and Emma reunion. Exactly. The, oh, the man, biggest listen. reunion. <laughs> the biggest reunion that everyone's been waiting for. Everyone, you know, uh, no, seeing them reunite, you know, seeing all the kids reunite um, and, and uphold their promise. You know, uh, uh, Norman, you see all of them together and you're just like, wow. Like, you know, it kind of, you know, they really hit you where, you know, this is coming to an end. Exactly. Like you, you, this was this was their plan. This they spent like a year and a half, two years, like saying, Phil, we're gonna come back. Just be patient. And then I had the uh stuff with the, the guy coming after Phil, and like 
your feel right and it was just like oh man like what's going on with what happened to Phil? Like you, you can't be scaring me like this, man. Like it was some oh, crazy man. stuff. Phil, man, Phil, shout out to the realest. Shout out to my young one. Um, the OG. No. <laughs> yeah, listen for real. Like he held it, he held it down two years. He was like, "I got you." She was like, "Don't worry." Like you gonna be back in two years. Just hold it down for me. He held it down. He held it down for the homies, even the new kids. He was holding it down, and then they, um, you know, they finally come back and like in the beginning of this chapter, you're like, "Wow!" Like this is really coming to an end. Um, you know, you're you're just kind of seeing everyone come together. You see all the mothers led by Isabella is pretty much just like, you know what? You know, we're sorry, like let's go to the human world together. And then we get a rogue demon. Um, that's just pretty much like not going out like I I don't care, like you're not gonna eat my food, like y'all are not going anywhere. And he goes in for the kill, and Isabella makes the greatest motherly sacrifice. Um, and and takes you know, and and takes one. Uh, you know, she jumps in front of the attack and takes one for you know to save all the children, save Emma and them. Uh, and you know, now I'm just like, damn. Well, how much longer are we about to extend this joint? <laughs> exactly, exactly. And they're just already—they were already saying like, okay, these are these are supposed to be the last few chapters and everything like that. But then I'm like, bro, y'all had y'all had to. She had a full circle. She had a whole come around. She she went from like feet selling the children, becoming the excuse me, the grandmother to like yep, becoming your grandmother. All these things, and you know, and just to come back to this. But I think I do I do appreciate them though kind of you know giving her the, i mean we're gonna presume that she's going to die um yeah. you know giving her the the ending that they did i appreciate it in terms of you know it gives her a chance to feel like she's done some type of good yeah she's done some type of good for emma and norman and ray and also for the fact it's like her character actually came to like a full circle it's like i i kind of attribute it to the fact of like a parent saying, you guys really don't need me. You went on this entire journey all by yourselves without my help. I was the one that was stopping you, keeping you here. And like, I was going to sell you guys off, but you guys were able to escape and you saw the world. You saw the world for what it really was. And you guys made it and came back and you changed the world. And so like, I see it as a coming, like, you don't really need me as your parent. You guys are all right on your own. Even though I would, I really wish that they could have been able to like, well, we don't know because the chapter hasn't come out yet, but I'm presuming like her character is coming to a close. Like, you know, as a parent, I couldn't be more proud of you, but I wish I could have done more type of a deal. And I really appreciate that about Isabella and this self-sacrifice, you know? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, and I mean, I'm no, I wonder, you know, what's going to happen next chapter. Really, my, my, um, you know, obviously she's probably gonna have some closing moments. Um, uh, but you know, I was I was one of those people who were just like, man, I really wish I got to see her go to the other side, especially you know, them going to the human world, her being able to experience that. Um, you know, and you know, even when you look at her, you know, you look at her past, you know, they had done moments where you have you know, where you have seen Isabella's like you no know, past her coming up in the farms and her becoming yeah. well, what she did. Um, man, just you know, the the sadness of feeling that you know she also was one kid like Emma that longed to go to the human world, that longed to escape these farms, and to see her now finally get her chance to really make it there, and then kind of, you know, having that taken away from her. 
Um, yeah, you know that that was such, that was like another it's like heartbreaking moment. Like it, it was so heartbreaking at the end. It was just like, damn, bro. Like you know, we finally see her just come around, and you know, it just ends like this. But she goes out so like glorious in a way of like she's protecting all her children. She's protecting Emma. She's protecting Ray and Norman. Exactly. Um, it's it's like know, so, it's like one of those tragic ends. It's like, dang, you, you, you like you wish, especially when it's somebody. It, it was basically like her redemption arc. You know what I mean? Like every character, every character that you kind of like dislike in the beginning that gets the redemption arc. Like you, you like Itachi from Naruto. You know what I mean? Like stuff like that type mm-hmm. of character. It's like, okay, you finally got your chance to like for the for the reader for the person who's enjoying it to like really come around to your character. It's like, oh man, like. That kind of sucks now. Like we we done went so far. All your kids done went so far to help you out. Like Emma, Emma really came a long way. She said, "I'm not trying to kill anybody. I'm trying. I'm trying to go to the human world with all of my family and friends, like including the mothers. And even if the demons want to come, they can come too. But like you know, what I mean, it, it's all of this, yeah, bro. All she, of this. <laughs> when she extended the offer to Peter, I was like, oh, <laughs> exactly. I was like, oh shit. She was like, nah, like she was like, I'm done with this fight and stuff. Like, you just come with me too. Um, you know, and you know, Peter, Peter chose to go out his way, which was another just really wicked ending. Like, man, the promised Neverland just knows how to just nail a death. Like, they know how to just nail a death. Like, that's from like, chapter that's one, like, from chapter one, episode one, where you saw uh what's her name? Connie, the the first girl that uh Norman yeah. and Emma saw, and you just like see her and you just like, oh. Oh, this is the type of this is what we doing. Oh, Bro, like it's like that. Like I will, I will applaud from like you know, uh, you know. Shout out to my dog Cyrus who has been going on this very long you no know, tournament art career <laughs> with all this shit. But <laughs> Cyrus, but no, um, yeah, like they they just know how to make a death seem so meaningful. And so, like, intense and, and, like, it really hits you. It impacts you. Even with characters that, you know, like Peter, where he is a bad guy, where he was, like, going out, like, like he like you wanted him to die, at a, like, at a moment. But then to see the way he goes out, you're like, holy shit, like, he really is dead. Like, he really went out like that. Like, damn, I didn't mean, to, like, mean him to go out like that. Exactly. It's, it, it's just crazy how well they have, you know, written these characters and written this story in terms of where you just everything they have done is very meaningful even in the end where i just be like damn like you know we're like was this wrapping up like what does this mean what does this mean in the end of everything it ends up being meaningful it ends up having some type of purpose to it and it just doesn't happen just to happen um you know even at the grand Louvre thing like i was talking about him coming back yeah it seemed that you know them killing him seems less impactful but you know thinking about him crowning Mujica. If he doesn't do that, you know, he doesn't get the people behind her. You know, it's, it's like those little things that they do so well. Exactly. And it's like it it, it shows how well I, I want to say I want to say well developed how the characters are, because it is like it's a fleshed out universe. Everybody has a different meaning. Like you said, like it's a it's a purposeful meaning. Everybody has some type of purpose as far as the story is concerned. Like I haven't seen really one really one wasted character. It, as a part of Promise Neverland, like even even the guys from Goldie Pond, like who were trying to yeah. like from William Minerva and all of that stuff, and then like the people who with Norman from from that one place with uh James, and it, it's just like 
I mean, Peter, it's just all of these people just came together. It's it's a fleshed out universe. Everybody has a good purpose. And, you know, it, it, I appreciate Promise Neverland for all of the characters, the universe that they said, even the point where they, even the point where Peter was like, you know, the human world and the demon world aren't exactly that much different. So, like, when you go there, you're going to find the same things that you found here, like probably even more trial, like more trials there than here. It's like, oh, man, but like. Everybody's still here. Everybody's come together. They've come so far. So you you really can't discourage them because if they've been through this, then they could take through the they can go through the human world, no problem. Like it, it's yeah. all so well rounded, bro. It's I, I, I can't I can't help but love Promise Neverland for for how it's told his story. Do you think the human world is gonna play a, a big role in that special project they're doing? Like do you do you think that special project is like a like a post after this, like a what happens in the real world when they get there? I, I'm really wondering what this special project is about. I haven't seen much about it. I haven't read much about it, but I, I'm I'm very curious about where they're gonna go with this. I feel like the special project to me, special project sounds like a movie, and I feel like the movie, if it is a movie, it would be like a case of the demon world and not the demon world, the human world, and we kind of get a glimpse of how the human world looks, and from the other side, all of the humans who were, you know who agreed to let the demons and the farms exist in the demon world happen. So we might get like a little plot detail about that. I feel like that's where that's going to be. Yeah. If they ex- at least expand upon that, then I'll be like, all right, like this is, this is something necessary to like wrap up the entire story. Like it, it's yeah, necessary. Like right now the story yeah, yeah. is not good, but like that, that will make the whole story more complete. Yeah, definitely. I feel that if they if they if this special project does end up being like a movie or like a you no know, a special program or something like that, seeing something you know non-canon where we get some more backstory or some more explanation on even just how the deal became, what the world looked like before the split, like all these things, um, I would be you know I, I would that would be something I would be down for, uh, you know. I feel that they will probably end up giving us a glimpse of like Emma and them and what the world's going to look like post, you know, or what their journey looks like post the demon world and what they you know what it looks like in the human world. But that yeah. special project, uh, you know, hopefully it's something, you know, I think hopefully it's something special and hopefully it's something that you know really ties into the story and something that can give us some more context and some more background. Um, you know, there, you know, there are times where special projects, Cough, cough. Um, my hero movie. Do it with my heroes. Whereas it's like, I, yeah, man, that's. I, man. It went so non canon that it just ended up not making sense. But you I know, know uh, <laughs> with, well, okay, to defend that way, it's just like okay, with my hero, I appreciate them because with the non canon stuff, I know for a fact after the last movie, I was like, you know what, I'm okay with these being like what if movies if we never see like these tag teams or whatever happen in like the main story because at least they exist in some format. You know what I mean? Like what ifs. What if like Deku and All Might had like a ultimate fight together? What if Bakugo spoilers? Bakugo gets yeah. one for all. Like what? If, like you know what I mean? Like what if Todoroki gets it? You know what I mean? I don't. I don't yeah. mind if that's like the the trend for movies with my hero. So I mean, like it is what it is. But uh, as far as Promise to Neverland, before we get to the other stuff, like the only thing that I also want to uh, find out and it'll make everything complete is I want to know how to pronounce the demon's name that made the promise. I don't. I st- you. Bro, they- I don't. <laughs> <laughs> we're about to end the story, and we still don't know how to 
pronounce his name, bro. It's why no, he that shit is Sanskrit. I don't know what it means, bro. He, he literally was going to break him on. I'm like, no, anyone is listening to this, anyone is listening to this, and you know like what that is written in, what the language is, whatever, please hit me up and let me know what it means. I, I really want to know because they gave this man such a bro, why are we making him incognito? Like why are we his like no one like I don't even know what he is really. Like do they exactly. even explain? Oh uh, bro, listen. Listen, hopefully that's a special project where we learn who that is and how to pronounce his name. I hope the special project is just them telling us his name and that's it. Like if they told us if that's the special project, I will accept it. <laughs> um, if, that, if that's 10 seconds into it and we just signed his name, I'm like, all right, I'm good. That's all I want to know. But um, you know, you know, this we brought you know, we brought it up, and I feel this was really the the main event of the weekend. Um, <sighs> this this chapter of my hero really was this was the main event, man. This is what everyone has been waiting <sighs> for. This has been the moment in which just things take a turn. You think that the heroes are up 3-1. LeBron, Shiggy James, Shiggy James has woken up and it is time to turn the tide, man. What an, what an intense chapter of My Hero this week, man. Man, look, when, when when we got into the dreamscape and we saw all of his family members, including his dad, and it's just like you in my study and like all of his family members telling him to go. I'll, I'll say this. And I've seen this kind of sort of with like some some other people who say, like, you know, my hero has been kind of eth lately. But like the thing, this is what I appreciate. This is what I appreciate about Shigaraki and my hero as a whole. Like they are t- they are deliberately taking the time to flesh out a villain and i've never i i personally haven't read any type of like manga that will give a villain a, a better backstory and focus more time on the villain like the only other things that i could think of are like hunter hunter where they focus time on like the phantom troop or like the the chimera ants those are the only times where i've seen like Villains get more fleshed out than the heroes more than anything. But like with Shigaraki, he is the main antagonist. He is the counterpart to Deku and with with all all for one, whereas all Deku and All Might for one for all. It's like you get the chance to see how how far he's willing to go and willing to forget his past and not turn back because he's like, you know, enough is enough. Like I don't I don't need my past anymore. I'm looking to the future. I'm about to change the world. You know what I mean? And I you you he's 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 irredeemable. Like He's willing to throw his whole past away, and man, he's about to go on a rampage. I don't know who's about to get swept, but I'm, I know for a fact <laughs> that one guy that that one hero excellent who is just happy to be in there. Oh, he's he's out of here. I'm oh, sorry. RIP to a lot of people, dog. RIP to heroes, bro. Like for real, uh, man. Listen. But no, I like I man, I completely agree with you in terms of just how they have grown Shigaraki, how they have just groomed him to be the villain that he is now. Um, it, it's been this no, this chapter is is literally one of the best chapters of manga I have just ever read. This chapter is so damn good. Um, Doctor, 
just um, you know, explaining the present mic like the, the whole fucking situation. Oh man, um, that part! Oh the, my god! No, and you see, you know, you starting to see, you know, present Mike, who is this lively, you know, he is the comedic relief, really, uh, in a very funny show already. He's like more comedy on top of that, but like, you know, you see this, you know, very funny guy, this lighthearted guy, whole demeanor just change you know you figure out you know that that even the doctor has a quirk and you know him just explaining you know the singularity theory and all these just things bro and just all these things coming together it's so fucking amazing like it's so crazy and Um, i think the biggest thing is like my bad my bad go ahead no, you good. You good. You know, nah, talk, bro. Uh, I was about to say. I was about to say no, because I think the biggest thing from that whole section is is the doctor saying, you know, you, you're from that. You're from way back then. I really wish I could have got Eraser instead. You just talking about Eraserhead Aizawa yeah, and President Mike to like, snap. He was like, "Bro, this man is disgusting." He's like human filth. I'm like, "Bro, President, you you have to be the most scum of the earth to take a happy go lucky guy who always wants to see folks smile like President Mike." And make him that upset, like, and you threaten his friends, and you took one of his closest friends and turned him into a villain, bro. Like, cool, bro. I was just like, yo, th- you, you, with my hero, you find a way to like love all of these characters that you have been with for the longest, or you find like in 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 uh, endearing qualities about everybody, and you see like they're more multi-layered than you think. Like everybody isn't really as one note as you think they are. You like with Bakugo, you thought yeah, you was just like, oh, he's like a Vegeta character. At the very beginning, he's like, oh man, he's he about to be he's about to be a villain. Ain't no problem. We see him in season three, he's like, yeah, I ain't trying to be no villain, man. Y'all can't turn me. I don't, I don't turn coat. And I was like, okay, Bakugo. You know, you find all these qualities and all these characters and just to see them at the end start to like strip those like characteristics away because of just like the trauma and the shit they've gone to. It also just like draws like bigger questions of like, damn, like how long had they been watching the heroes? How long had they been studying these guys? How long had they been, like, you know, um, you know, scouting these guys out to you know build these no moves to do all these things, and you're starting to wonder, like, fuck, how long has their plan been going on? Um, and that's the crazy thing because it's like the doctor is 120 something years old, like, you find out his quirk is like longevity and, and replaced for like being at physically strong, so like, he's really like been here for a good minute. So, when you really sit back and think about how long his like, how long he's been alive. This has been going on for a good little minute. Like they have oh, been here. <laughs> no, they, they've been here and they've been plotting. They've just been plotting and plotting and plotting. They're like to now see, like, holy crap! They like this is this plan has been much longer than what we really thought it was. And to now see, like, oh, like this has been a very long time in the making. Like, you know, and, and all that, and you see where we're at now. Um, you know, and and really the most you know beautiful part of just this whole thing. It, I mean, it's like a beautiful tragedy in a sense. Is that moment of Shigaraki finally accepting his like his calling, in a sense, finally accept yeah. like this is where I am going to be. This is where I'm going to go because you know throughout the story he does struggle with letting go of his past. He does struggle <coughs> with. No, like his past still haunting him. You see it in the um, 
uh, in his battle against Destro, where you no, know, yep. you know, it all comes together. He finally like blows up, and like you know, it's in the see it now, just be where it's at, and see him finally accepting for him to finally you know let go of those hands that have been on him for so long, and to him finally be like, I am now the new you no know, um, all for one. I am the new, like I am the new top dog. I am the new top villain. You know, um, yeah. even the slight. And another great moment is slight, just a really quick glimpse of Midoriya, who's like the. Uh, uh, he's like, oh, he's coming, bro. Like that, that thing broke in him where he's just like, oh shit, like things are now like real. Things are like no, things are now about to start heating up. It's it's, um, it's, it's, it's about to be like this is really about to be a battleground. Like when you like at the beginning, we were already like the heroes have been three and one. They've been up three and one, like. The you see how many L's that they had to take even way before like the beginning of the series with All Might losing like part of his body and the symbol of peace like deteriorating. Then we have like the USJ incident. We I, I don't want to really count Stain because he was like an anti-hero, so it's like it's really like in between there. But then you also have like the stuff with muscular. You have the overhaul stuff. You have my villain academic. You see all of these things where the villains actually aren't just like they're losing. But they're building ground, like they're doing stuff under the radar to where yeah. everything is just like they're they're about to turn the tide. It's really about to be a great shift in the world. And they have really been pushing that for the longest. So and the thing I think people forget is the fact that like this is still Deku's story on how he became the number one hero. So I think at a certain point you have to like give the villains the upper hand at a certain point because yeah. how else is he going to be able to climb the ranks? How else is he going to be able to like become that number one hero? What, what, is, what does that entail? And I think this is like the beginning of that turning point. Yeah, definitely. Um, and you know, my hero really might go 500 plus bro. Like I'm really, oh, really, thinking about that. <laughs> like, like, really think about it dog. Like this is now the ending of their first year. Um, that's true. And that's every, very true. And I, and I really don't see, you know, the the battle between you know, Shigaraki and, and Deku being like a one battle type of thing. That I don't see it in like being one of those like this is the final battle. This is you no know, this and that. I I definitely see that there is way more to come. Uh, especially because first of all, Deku hasn't you know gotten all his you know successors' powers yet. Of course, of course, that's uh, so a slow build. Yeah, you know, we're still waiting for him. Like he could barely control the um the uh the black uh rope. the black warps. Black warps, yeah. And so he could barely control that. Um, you know, he hasn't even tapped into the levitating uh you know oh, aspect of his, of his powers yet. Uh and, and there's other people that he has not you know whose powers he hasn't gained yet. And so just to, you know, really thinking about it, like this is this is going to be something that is going to be very long. <laughs> like, yeah. this is, but just even then, though, just to think about like, bro, this, you no, know, there's I feel so much more ahead of us for them to make such a like a climax moment like this. Man, it's just so it's, it's amazing, bro. Like it really is. Like this was a really one of this is some of their best work, like really some of my heroes best work. I'm gonna let you know right now. I'm like, I attribute this. I'm I'm a I'm a Atlanta Falcons fan, so I attribute this to being like the Super Bowl, whereas like Tom Brady 
And, you know, we're we're down, you know, everybody loves to make the joke, but it's like, oh man, like the villain's finna come back. Cause I don't like, I, I, I respect Tom Brady. He's, he's like, he's the, one of the greatest of all time. But like in that moment where everybody's just like, oh man, we about to win. It's the second half, you know, and then all of a sudden something happens. It's like, oh, oh, it's the turning point. It's the turning point. It really is the turning point. And it's crazy because, man, like while this is going on, there's so many other like little stories going on. Um, We still have the big, um, you know, is Endeavor the Poppy? Uh, question mark with Dobby. We have just like, yeah. you know, there, there are other heroes that have just like, we have not seen yet. Uh, we haven't seen the Bakugo Todorokis yet um, while they're in battle. Uh, you know, obviously, we have the quick glimpse of Deku and him doing his thing right now, but you know, there's there's a lot of things going on. Uh, and even in, during all this chaos, right now, I'm liking how they're keeping it very controlled. Um, they're keeping it very centered too right now. Like, you know, uh, you know, obviously we know that Shigaraki being in that tank, him being there and them trying to stop that was the main focal point. And now obviously that has not succeeded. Um, no, but we're, we're but we're here now. You know, Shigaraki has now awakened and like, bro, the the shit that is about to pop off after this. Oh and, my god. One thing I do appreciate about the last few chapters too is like, well, consistently, it's always the art, the manga art. Like when he was in his dystopian mind and everything like that, above the city with all the hands and everything like that, that was like one of the greatest double spreads I've ever seen. Like I was like, oh, oh my man, God. Was, I, had to, I had to do like a triple take. I was like, I had to turn my phone sideways. <laughs> Bro, was listen, like, that, that was very like mob esque too. Like that was like mob psycho, like very esque in that whole situation. Right like, there, bro. That, that shit was man. That shit was crazy, man. But boy, my boy AD, thank you, man, so much for joining me on this week's episode of the Big Eyes Podcast. Dog, man, I'm so happy you finally got on, man. Uh, <laughs> man, I'm ready. I'm anytime, man. Anytime. I'm good. I'm, I got my setup now. So anytime you want to just talk about it, let, let me know. I'm here. We, we can shoot it all day. No, it is what it is. Yeah, let's get it. Um, All right, man, before we leave, before we leave, before we leave, before we leave. All right, before you plug yourself and like plug your socials and all that and everything you're doing, okay. what are you reading right now? Like, what is the what is the big things that you're reading right now that you like super tapped into? All right. Uh, things are about to start. Oh, man. So, all right. So for me, like right now, I've been reading Tower of God. If you follow me on Twitter at 1A-Dizzle, I've been reading Tower of God. Anytime that I'm in like deep into something, I'll typically change my name to like whatever it is I'm reading. So right now I'm reading Tower of God. I'm also reading, of course, One Piece. That's even though that's going bi-weekly, that's like my favorite uh, manga out there. So it's like, all right, the Wano stuff is amazing to me. Um, I'm reading Black Clover. And I'm starting to actually go back into Jujutsu Kaisen. Like, I've stopped it for a second, but now that, like, Promise Neverland and Demon Slayer are wrapping up, I'm going back into Jujutsu Kaisen. So that's that's about to be something big. And also, um, what is it? What is it called? Dr. Stone. I was about to say, like, I, I'm starting to pick up Dr. Stone again because I really like Dr. Stone. I really like the story that they're trying to tell there. Like, I, I appreciate it. Right, I, I need to tap into Dr. Stone. Um, I watched part of the, uh, of the anime. I haven't read the manga yet. Uh, I watched part of the anime. It's cool. I feel I, I think like I need to read the manga because I I just need to get through the storyline. Um <laughs> I, I kind of stopped when I kind of stopped when Prime or like what was it like Primate Team 
Um, oh man, they they anyway, went off the uh, they went off to uh to be secret agents or whatever like that for the other side. Uh, yeah, it was it was uh, a lot going on. It was a lot uh, going on. But uh, man, one thing, my guy, my guy AD, uh, you know, follow him on Twitter. Uh, oh, thank you once again, man, so much for for tuning in, for tapping in with me, bro. Uh, for all our listeners. Know, follow me at Jamal SLM. If you want all the anime content, follow up at the Lookout RNC. And if you just want podcasts about you no know, sports, anything, bro, all the content, follow us at RNC Radio Live. Uh, you no, know, once again, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Stay plus ultra. Peace. <laughs>